you are entering an intriguing journey with spiritual lifestyle experts Keith and Charmay Amber, where you'll end up more at home with yourself, your behavior, and your understanding of life. Mastering Ourselves offers sound answers to life's tough questions so that life can make more sense to you and healthy directions become clearer. Keith and Charmay bring to you over 80 years of seasoned experience. They pursue truth and insights that are neither left nor right, but spiritually sound and centered and can be used as a spiritual compass to help you on your path. Welcome to Mastering Ourselves. Hey, do you remember how receptive you were to the lectures when you were a kid? Do you? Well, yeah. <laughs> you didn't like them, did you? I bet you were a belligerent little thing, weren't you? No, I wasn't. No? You didn't get so much into trouble, but I don't know. What I know of you today, you don't like lectures too well. Well, you know, the people that thought they were really cool or, you know, more adult than adults or more grown up or something, they had problems with them. Yeah. Well, the reason I bring up lectures is because most kids don't like lectures. And lectures yeah. isn't generally a very good way to approach controversial topics where you're trying to get information into their noodle, information that is going to make a big difference in their life. And lectures is usually not the best approach. First time might work. <laughs> After that, they go, yeah, 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 I've heard it already. And they turn it off. They just simply, you know, it's like they, you know, put muffles over their ears or something. They just don't hear anything. Sometimes that requires a very tenacious parent to keep delivering the message. And also, if they can find more tactful ways to get it through for the young and immature, all the better. Or a game to get the lecture delivered through in its own sweet little way. Yeah. We have today a very exciting uh, guest and game that we want to let uh, you know about. So, so that you, so it'll hold their attention. That's right. So that you can use this game for your tweens and teens. The game is called Denial. And the subject is all manners of drugs, caffeine, marijuana, alcohol, uh, uh, nicotine, steroids, and other inhalants and other things. All the things that our children are doing too fast, too young, too much, getting into big trouble. We've got uh, some people that we know that... You know, the son just, you know, I don't know what he did, but he did something that just took half of his brain away. If you were going to get a picture and or, you know, take a, a camera along behind somebody in, in a moving camera and watch somebody who had their brains fried, this guy had his brains fried. It's also, when we lived on Oahu, I had what used to be the leading guy of the class. I mean, he was Mr. Pizzazz in his high school in Oahu. And he fried his brains, and you know he only had about one third steam after that. And he he kept coming to me for help, and you know it was just like there's know, just not much it, there you can it's help. It's a slow thing. We can help you, but you're going to have to really keep balanced, and you can gradually build something, but you've lost a lot. Okay. On the other side, let's get the kids not to do the drugs at all. And this game is a huge successful tool. The game is called Denial. And a man by the name of Barry Keen uh, designed it and created it. And would you welcome to the show so we can hear more about it, Mr. Barry Keen? How you doing? Very well, and yourself? 
We're good. Good game, Barry. Nice job. What? How, how did you come up with this? Well, I um, was using um, poster contests for the uh, Catholic schools in the West End of Ottawa, and uh, one of the winning contests, I believe, was an American one, said uh, drugs are, are dangerous, don't take a chance, and it was in the format of a Monopoly game with all the question marks. And I thought, wow, that would be a great way to reach the younger kids by putting the real game into it. And that's how the game evolved. And uh, I started to design the questions, and I had graphic people help me with it. So you went to a pretty good extent to get valid statistics so that you knew that you were representing the truth to make this game. So you had to do a lot of research, huh? I have over 2,000 hours of research. So this is this is a there solid, you, you know, this has been proven. And, Dedication. Yeah, nice. And this is a bright blue board game. Looks very much like Monopoly, except for, of course, it, it has things like, uh, here's what some of the blocks look like. Marijuana, lose a turn. <laughs> caffeine, back to the start. And, you know, caffeine... Caffeine is a way bigger problem today than it ever was before with all these power drinks that kids are guzzling. People don't even know what's going on, but it puts them on a high, and you know, usually there's a side effect. There's always for that. a side effect. So, so Barry, what's in your choices squares? I see your choices. Well, there's a series of 40 questions and answers, and um, they could uh, ask a student, for example, um, if you smoke a package of cigarettes a day. Does it cost you eight hundred, eighteen hundred, or three thousand dollars a year? I'm trying to impart the cost <laughs> of the three thousand to the child so that they don't do what I did in '68 and was start smoking cigarettes. Oh my! What a good question. So, it, if you smoke a pack a day, does it cost you in a year eighteen hundred or three thousand? That's a good it, question. It's now, actually, thirty-six hundred in Canada. Yes. To smoke a pack a right. day, and that's. That's 108000 for 30 years, or if that money was invested at 10%, it's $628,556. <laughs> there you go. My goodness. <laughs> you have on your board, you have uh, Y slash N consequences. What's that about? The consequences there would be some of, the, uh, some of the, the things that we could get into trouble with. Um, as an example, um, a friend of yours is making a model airplane. He suggests you sniff the glue. What do you answer? Um, you find $60, a wallet in the school cafeteria with $60. Do you keep it? So there are morality questions based on uh, maybe somebody asks you to borrow, to look over your shoulder for a math exam yep. on multiple choice. Right. And you have to make judgment decisions. So you, you land on that space, and then you grab one of the consequences cards. Which and the person in front of you reads that to you. Okay. Because the cards have the answers on them as well. So there's two decks of cards in the middle. One is choices and one is consequences. Is that That's right? That's correct. This, this looks pretty fun. You know that? Like one, it might ask you if drugs and alcohol are not harmful, why are there 43 treatment centers in a city of 1 million? <laughs> oh, my, 43, wow. And I'm just going right to the heart because, you know, there's a chance that some of those children will end up in those treatment centers. And in Canada, ours are um, 
the health care is provided by the government. In the United States, it isn't. Right. If I have to go to a treatment center in the U.S., in California, it could be $35,000. Right. Huge amount of money for anybody. But I'm trying to get children to, to think about some of the consequences of some of their actions and if they do it, play it in a game format, it's a lot less painless than in the real life format. Right. And this is actually opening doors for parents to start having these dialogues. They create discussion at a, at, in the safety of, a, of their home. You know, um, just from what little you sent us to set up this show, you know, a few little samples, and it, it, it's like very interesting for not only children, but for, you know, all ages, it looks like to me. Well, I have health departments buying it in uh, that substance and alcohol abuse units. The nurses are purchasing it to do research to determine if it should belong in the schools, in the public or in the separate school boards. So you might get it put into a lot of schools, perhaps. I have it in, I put it in the Ottawa School Board. I gave them the game to test it. The curriculum tested and said it will hold a child's attention better than a lecture format. Then they gave it to the public health for nursing, and they said it matched the what the Ontario government wanted to teach the students in communication and in um, peer pressure and decision-making. Yep. So when a person, you know, you have a list right here that says decision-making, problem-solving, and refusal skills. I've never heard that refusal skills, but that's a real valuable one with peer pressure. Give us some ideas about refusal skills that are effective in today's uh, schools. Uh, Keith, you passed me a joint and asked me if I want some in grade 7, and I said, I'm sorry, but I have a hockey game tomorrow, and the coach will kick me off the team. Which brings me to a question. How long does marijuana actually stay in the body and affect you? Um, that's an interesting question. It would depend on the THC uh, content. Content. How strong it is. Cannabinoid. Right. And it would, uh, if, for example, the stuff that's going into um, the United States from, say, Vancouver, if that's bud weed, it could have a very high potency, about five times that of... Uh, of, you know, say a mild, a homegrown or something. Right. And so that's um, strong stuff? Yeah, it's, it's strong. I think the, um, in the, in Britain, they're doing studies on skunkweed and finding out at the King's Psychiatric College in, uh, London, England that, um, a lot of people are getting, uh, psychosis and schizophrenia or hearing voices from continual use of the weed, particularly at young ages when the brain is still forming. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. Our guest today is Barry Keene, and this man came up with a great game called Denial that you as adults can play with your children, teens and tweens, that help them to learn why alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, caffeine are bad for them and how it's bad for them. If you have a question for us, please feel free to give us a call at 1-800-336-2225, And if you would like to go find out more about this game, you can do so at www.good 
for the number four, you, the number you, number, letter, letter <laughs> hello, kid, K-I-D dot com. Good for you, kid dot com. That's pretty good. Oh, did you lose where you were? I lost So, it. you know, I got it. I gotta admit this. Years, years ago, many years ago, I smoked, uh, marijuana. And then, uh, I came to a place where it was time to stop and 20 years later I wouldn't go near it with a 10 foot pole. But you know what I noticed, Barry, at the very end, uh, when we quit, um, the new marijuana coming on the market was so strong, that the thought that occurred to me was, boy, it's a good time to get out of this because this stuff is getting dangerous. Mm-hmm. And that was that was twenty twenty one something like that years ago. Well, that'd be 1985. So sometimes, if you read the New York Times, they were they're now putting adulterants into the weed, like uh, formaldehyde in, New, in Newark, New Jersey. And uh, so you imagine the effect of formaldehyde with uh, the marijuana and somebody's inhaling that into their lungs. You know, I read, I read one time also how they process cocaine mm-hmm. in some book somewhere. You know, I, I never did that, but <laughs> I tell you, it scared me. When I read the junk that they use to process that stuff and then you're putting it in your body, it's horrible. Well, it's hydrochloric acid in there. That's, uh, it's very damaged. Those things in Time magazine in 81 said that it wasn't har- it was harmless. Ooh. Right. Ouch. Right on the front page. Ouch. Right. On the cover. Two lines <laughs> and a razor blade. This Time magazine? Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Okay. And, uh, so Break. it almost gives you tacit approval right. to everybody in North America that that's okay. okay. Okay, break time. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber. Our guest today is Barry Keene, who's the creator of the game Denial, that you can play with your kids to help educate them about why not to do drugs. If you'd like to call us, you can do so at 1-800-336-2225. Also, catch us Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on CRN. Stay with us. We'll be right back. 